every town has an Elm Street. <laughs> Oh, yeah. What's <laughs> happening, Trav? You know what's up. We've got a special guest today. This is Tim. I'm Trav. And JC. Jonah Carden coming in with the guest spot. Thinking Rolt. We need to remember to introduce ourselves, Trav. We always forget to. Yeah, we're sucking and stuff. But... So, figured we'd have our boy Johnny over when we were watching Nightmare on Elm Street flick because he's got a little bit of experience with them a little bit you've actually seen all them i have i think it's <laughs> a new one you had the box set well, i haven't seen the remake though oh, well you're oh, doing that doesn't right. count dude. i saw a little bit of it on tv and it looked like it was pretty lame <laughs> <laughs> it was <laughs> lame as being nice yep we decided that we was going to cover a Kruger film this time, Trav. We haven't hit him up yet. Had to cover all the big boys. We still haven't got Leatherface. Yeah, we can do him soon. Yeah. I ain't never doing Leatherface. Oh, shit. Even oh, if it's Jesus. got that pretty face on. Yeah. Lipstick and stuff. <laughs> you think that's Leatherface's problem? He just can't get a dick? Can't get a dick? Yeah, he's like always dressing up as <laughs> chicks and he can't get laid. Maybe. He's definitely got some complications <laughs> like Angela on the last step. Brain manipulations. Yeah. So we decided <laughs> so we decided to do Freddy's Dead because that's probably of the original lineup the one that catches the most grief you think Trav? It's a toss up between that and two. Yeah I think people are coming around on two but Freddy's Dead still feels like where the series kind of yeah. fell off you can kind of see it when you're watching it yeah that's the one it doesn't hold up very well there's too many like dated promos and gimmicks and stuff yeah like power glove promos and shit yeah gonna be a you have to be from there to know what the power glove was right but we are here to talk about it being awesome though i agree so even though no, I'm, I'm thinking the power glove part crushes. We're pretty much aware that it's kind of rough, but it's still fun as hell to watch. Fuck yeah! I used to have my power glove. Did it work? <laughs> Worked on me. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you use it for? Heft himself in the bee with it. <laughs> I don't think that's what Nintendo intended. <laughs> so let's just talk about. What do you remember about watching the Nightmare series just in general, Trav, whenever he was a youngin'? I remember getting it from the video place in Union. <clears throat> My Which mom worked. The first The one? video store. I don't know. It was four. Oh, yeah. It was the first one I'd watched. And... My mom used to babysit these kids, but she also worked at that video store. Right. So she was... They were like, we're going to rent this. And I was like, hell yeah, let's rent that. I don't care because I just want to be cool with you guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and mom was like, yeah, I don't give a damn. <laughs> so we got it. We went home and watched it. And I was like, scared shitless. <laughs> How old was you, you think? Six, seven, something like that. Whew. What about you, Johnny? What's your first I wasn't ever allowed to watch them. So I, <laughs> <laughs> I never, never watched, watched any of them. The only time I've ever seen was on like on Halloween when they play them on TV and shit. Yeah. I catch up like I'd sneak in my bedroom or something and watch them on TV for like five minutes and get scared, scared and turn it off. Sucked. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't watch them till I was probably high school. So, would you say that you're a horror movie guy? You're into it. Dabble. You, dabble. You're a dabbler. A dabbler. What's some of your faves? I don't know, man. Yeah, Blood Moon. Blood Moon. Yeah, <laughs> Blood Moon's a classic. <laughs> uh, Should have done Blood Moon. Shrooms. Frogs. Badass. The Shining. Thought frogs rolled. Frogs did roll. <laughs> it's hard to pinpoint what you're gonna like because a lot of times you like 
super like serious stuff. I like the psychological horror movies. Yeah. Like frogs. Do you like slashers at all? A little bit. I kind of missed the boat. I think I was too late to it. I liked them more when I was a teenager. You're not as into them? But you always yeah. thought that Freddy was your favorite, I think, didn't you? Yeah. Was you? Of the slashers? Yeah, I think so. I think it's cool that he talks. Yeah. Cuts promos. Yeah, just like, walks around stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, I remember, like, watching part two whenever I was a kid. It's just funny because that's like the first one I remember seeing. Yeah. The only thing I remember is the opening nightmare. The school bus. Yeah. I thought that, that part ruined, and I still think that it does. I'm agreeing with you. But then, like, I watched them here or there. I remember watching them all on VHS at some point, but then when they came out with that box set, dude, that was like the first box set I ever bought, and I remember that they had it at Walmart, and I was like, oh my God, crushed. I need this. <laughs> But it was like 80 bucks or something like that. And I was like 14 or something. And I was like, oh, damn, I don't have 80 bucks. So I like put it on layaway and stuff. It was like probably the first and only thing I ever put on layaway. And I just like eventually got it. When I finally got it, I was like, oh, man, this dominates. <laughs> I watched the hell It was on VHS? No, it was the oh, DVD box set. That box set crushes but the... Like the Labyrinth special, special Features disc. Yeah. It's such a bitch to navigate, dude. I know. But I was so pumped about it. I was like, oh my God, this is uh, totally creative whenever I was trying <laughs> yeah. to navigate that. Now thing. I'm just like, I want to just watch this. I think there's like a way to hack it or something to get straight to all the content. I, I can't remember. There's a YouTube bitch or something. Yeah. Now you don't even need it with that Never Sleep Again promo. Yeah. Stuff. You don't get to that sweet Fat Boys video, though. <laughs> yeah. You had that box set too, Johnny. I did. I bought it at Cheap Thrills. How much did it bust you? It's about 80 bucks. Was it used? Yeah. God damn. You got owned on that one, I think. I got owned I twice so. on I might it. Do it online, but that's what I remember being. 70, 80 bucks on it. Got owned twice? Yeah, because then he traded it to me for that bass guitar and then gave me that bass guitar back. <laughs> yeah. That was a bad deal. <laughs> Trav came out on top on that one. I still got that shit at the house. Both of them. <laughs> Both of them. You keep all this shit. <laughs> you take all this. Take nothing. <laughs> you You're gonna like it. <laughs> well, we're gonna dive in, fellas. Dive in, dude. Do it to her. Well, we open her up. Big old <laughs> good, 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 good house song. <laughs> we both think about good, good house. What the heck? Well, I ain't lying. I'm thinking that this song on Freddy's Dead Runt. I had it downloaded and used to listen to it all the time. But you stopped. No, I still got it. It's on my iPod right now, Travis. This is ringtone. <laughs> it should be. Goo goo calls. Goo goo dolls and ringtones. Right. So it opens up with the goo goo dolls. A little bit of a text scrawl that tells us that all kids in Elm Street are dead. But that there might be one left. Probably one left. Most likely or there wouldn't be any move. Exactly. Then we can see a dude that looks strikingly like Ryder Strong, is what I'm thinking. He's like on an airplane or something. He's like ultra upset. He's just having a terrible time. He's stressed. He thinks that the plane's about to crash or something. He's got a real bad feeling chicken to seat beside of him is like cut the shit <laughs> tells him to stop being a puss yeah <laughs> I'm afraid of heights don't be a pussy then she like gets sucked out of the top of the airplane she's <laughs> just a big old thump. and then he gets sucked, sucked out, out of the, the bottom, bottom. <laughs> <laughs> just falling to earth he like falls into a house and it turns into like a big wizard of Oz promo <laughs> Well, the little girl, he sees her on the plane first, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. There's and like he, a recurring little girl that keeps yeah, popping up. She's like, he's going to make you help him. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Who. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's Tell me who, bitch. <laughs> he's like in this fallen house, Oz style. Does that happen in the Wizard of Oz? I can't oh, remember. Yeah, her house It's goes. like a tornado, John. Her whole house goes. Yeah, man. It's like and it lands on the it's witch. Like spinning shit. Yeah. yeah, it's like when right. it right before it comes into color, because it's black and white for the first few minutes of the movie. Turns red color when she goes into the 
Oz. Yeah. If you're watching it with Dark Side of the Moon, it's right when money starts. When you hear, start hearing the cash registers. That's pretty far into the album. That's what I'm saying. So. It's a long-ass movie. Yeah. The album doesn't... Does not cover the entire movie, though, because we tried to do it one time. Still rules, though. Some of it was a... We catch our first glimpse of Freddy straight up pulling a... Wicked Witch of the West jobs. <laughs> yeah. Like, complete with a witch's hat and a cape and stuff, riding a bird. And just, like, just ripping on the line from the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, straight out. Like, he's pulling that promo. I'll get you, my pretty... And your little soul, too! <laughs> but then, the house falls all the way to the earth. And Johnny, you had some an issue with, for some reason, yeah, this dude this comes. The house is falling straight down. He shoots out the window sideways. <laughs> making sense. Physics are all screwed up in this move. It's a dream. The dude is just riding a broom. And he hits that hill. Oh, God. <laughs> And it's on from there. Buckle up, because he's going down this hill, dude. <laughs> About 15 minutes worth of rolling. <laughs> you ever have a dream of rolling down a hill for 15 minutes? Bro? I think that would be super fun, kind of. <laughs> it's this boy's nightmare. I used to enjoy rolling down hills when I was I did too. a young fella. Mount Everest. I know, dude. He's just rolling forever. Mount Everest covered in hay. He eventually makes it down the hill, though. He's like running away and he like trips and falls on a pile of firewood, which I always thought looked pretty brutal. Yeah, he's just getting owned on it. It's probably soft as shit, really. Probably some of them fake logs. <laughs> what they call movie logs. <laughs> Rub logs. Mm. He runs into Bob Shea selling tickets at the bus station yeah. or something. Who's Bob Shea on the He's like the main dude at New Line back in the day, and New Line is the person that was. Okay. It was like the company that made Freddy's movies. Well, he was the. Yeah. Hmm? The square. Yeah. It's like a film, film reel. Yeah. Or, yeah, strip. He's the boss man, and he's always like, hey, put me in this move. Also, here's my sister. Yeah, Lynn Shay is his yeah. sister. You know who that is? She's yeah. in a ton of movies. She's in Kingpin. She's the chick that Woody Harrelson's going to nail to pay the rent. Oh, okay. Like that a was super a super gross-looking chick. Yeah. That's his sister. So he's just forcing his way into all these movies so he can brag about it. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Yeah, see that movie? Yeah, that was me. That was me. <laughs> see, you happen to remember that bus station ticket booth? <laughs> it was me. <laughs> They would get on that buck ghost bus train. <laughs> he like gets hit by it or something. He like turns around, gets hit by a bus, and Freddy's like, "Oh my god, Christ!" He's like <laughs> laughing his ass off. No screaming. The bus is in motion. He takes him to the edge of town, slams on the brakes, and the old boy goes flying through the dimension like a cartoon character, leaving like a an outline of his body or whatever. Yeah, there's several scenes in his movie where it's like, well, it's just cartoons. Yeah, it's like straight out of a Looney Tunes promo. Which is, you know, that's fucking cool as shit. That's what they were doing. But Freddy apparently can't leave Springwood. But he's done killed all the kids that are there, so he's wanting this boy to go bring some kids back to town so he can kill them, I guess. It's like the gen- He's looking to spread his legend. Yeah, that way. He's spread my legend, dude. <laughs> <laughs> How you gonna do that? He's gonna spread them cheeks and show everybody that legendary butthole he's got. <laughs> Problem is, whenever he throws him out of. Springwood or whatever, he slammed his head on a rock and now old boy can't remember shit. Amnesia. He got that amnesia bad, dude. Got that ice. Ice. <laughs> got ice. that ISIS. Got that ISIS. <laughs> That's what America's got. This old man got a bad case of that ISIS. <laughs> so then we meet the 
long-haired ponytail pirate guy. <laughs> Who's the pirate guy? He's the dude with the little ponytail. Breckenmeyer. <laughs> you thought he looked like a pirate? He's got pirate hair. He's supposed to be like a... Pirate tendencies. A stoner. These kids are all like stuck in a halfway house or something. Is it like a halfway house or is it like a mental health ward? Like a, they all have daddy issues and shit. Yeah. Something... All the kids that are there are there because they're like crazy-owed, I think. Yeah. But Brick and Meyer's dad comes around and he's like, you better stop being crazy because whenever I come back and get you, we're going home and I don't want you to be crazy anymore. Thanks for the visit, Dad. He's like, thanks, Dad. It's like Wayne. And then Arn Anderson comes up and he's like, here's his pipe bomb. <laughs> Brick and Meyer's like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and he is run off. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Lisa Zane comes up in there and she's like, Carlos. Or no, it's not Carlos. <laughs> Spencer waiting on this pipe bomb. He's like, get off my back, Zane. He's like, I'm looking to blow some pipes. <laughs> then we're introduced to Carlos, the other feller. He can't mm. even halfway hear anything. Yeah, he got like a good one and a bad one. And Tracy, she's got some daddy issues for sure. Oh, yeah. She's like all the time whooping on some shit. She's always wanting to beat up a punching bag and stuff. Carlos is like egging her on. And she's like, come on, Carlos. You're not going to get any. You're not going to get any. <laughs> <laughs> Carlos is trying to worm in and get a little bit, I think. She's like, yeah, right. <laughs> you ain't getting none, Carlos. Hey, you sweating. Man. You ain't getting none. And she's like talking shit to him. He just takes his punching bag. Yeah, she's like, out. come on, let's fight. And he's like, yeah, right. Takes his hearing aid out. Can't even hear anything. He's like flipping her the bird the whole time. He's like, guess what, bitch? <laughs> and then old uh, uh, Breck and Meyer rolls back up. And he's like, cut the crap. Put this hearing aid back on. Can't, <laughs> Why didn't take a stand up to in the first place? He didn't want to hear her bitching at him. About he was, she stuff. was like trying to give him a fight. And he, he was just like, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. That'd be pretty convenient. That'd probably suck. Not be able to hear anything. Yeah, but I mean, it's like a it's a go to move if somebody's trying to argue with you. Like, <laughs> Just pull, pull your hearing aid out. Like I win. <laughs> what was that? I can't hear. <laughs> these are like the main kid characters of the move. All these little troubled youths. Yep. And then also we're introduced to Yafet Koto. <laughs> is that how you say his name, Trey? It is now. <laughs> he's like a big he's like some kind of psychological dude that's working there and he's obsessed with like dreams and 3D movies I guess <laughs> <laughs> and he's got like a poster on his wall talking about dream demons and shit yeah he's like this is what's going on whenever bad shit's going on in your dreams and the chick that's essentially the main character played by Lisa Zane who is Billy Zane's sister. Oh shit! Still following up on last yeah, time. We're crushing it. <laughs> it's just like it's random. Just nothing but relatives going yeah, on. Yeah, like celebrity relatives. She's in his office and she's like, "What's up, these dream demons?" He's like, "Let me tell you about how this is going to factor in later in the movie." <laughs> Describes about how the dream demons give people powers or something. But then, the Ryder Strong looking homeboy, he rolls up into place because he's got amnesia. Cops didn't want to write up his ticket or whatever, so they said, yeah. just drop him off on them folks. <laughs> Let the people that actually give a shit do that shit. Yeah, because we don't care. He's got like a couple 20s and a newspaper clipping in his pocket. And some uh, sleeping, anti-sleeping Yes. Yeah. Uh, what we like to call around here no dos no dos no dos these boys or at least who we come to know is John Doe which is the Ryder Strong dude I think this boy's living off no dos <laughs> no dos <laughs> he's got pockets full of no dos no dos and dinero I have a duffel bag full dude <laughs> He should have brought a duffel bag with him out from Springwood. <laughs> a Springwood duffel bag full of no dogs. <laughs> but 
come to find out that uh, John Doe and Maggie, the main character chick, they're both having dreams about like a backyard and you can like see a water tower and a little girl and stuff. It's that little girl yeah. that he was seeing at the beginning of the movie. Having similar scenarios. Somehow they're having the same dream, it seems like. They tell him to like sleep it off, basically. And he's like, I ain't sleeping. Somehow or another, he falls asleep at some point. I yeah, can't remember. Whenever he first gets there, he's like asking for all this shit. He's like, maybe some Coke? Yeah. And she's like, <laughs> he's like, I meant the soda. Or something like that. <laughs> Look, do you have any um, caffeine pills or coffee, maybe some Coke? I meant the soda. And then they're like in that. It's like nighttime all of a sudden, and yeah. he's just sitting in there. Everybody's trying to sleep, and he's doing like ninety-nine bottles of beer on the wall, except oh, yeah. it's in the fucking thousands. <laughs> and like everybody around him's getting pissed off at him and stuff. He's like, "I'll break a bottle over your head if you don't shut the fuck up." Or something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he's like, he finally falls asleep. Eventually, has a a nightmare where he like runs into his own subconscious or something. He's like. Wake me up. I'm your fucking memory. <laughs> Free me, you idiot. I'm your fucking memory. It's a good one. <laughs> and then he's like in the nightmare house, kind of like Nancy's yeah. house from part one. He like goes to walk up the steps. And in real life, he's just like... He just starts walking up. <laughs> levitating up into the air like he's walking on steps. But the steps are really far apart. <laughs> Makes no sense. He's like spreading them legs. Johnny style. <laughs> he doesn't want to like miss a step, dude. He's trying to make sure he gets up. <laughs> he sees the little girl again, doesn't he? He's like yeah, I think so. following her around. Essentially, I can't remember exactly what happens, but he wakes up and that Maggie chick's like, look... We're having the same dreams. We need to go to this going town. Going back to Springwood. See what's going on. He's not wanting to, but she's like, deal with it. Let's do this. But like, like B story, right. the other three kids, they've got this plan to get in his van. Yeah, they're just And just trying to get out and sneak away for a while. They just want to get away from that shelter. So, they go to drive to Springwood, John Doe and Maggie, and it turns out old John Doe has a little micro nap or something. Sees that little girl in the middle of the road and he's like, oh my God, slam on the brakes. And when, when she does, <laughs> the whole crew comes rolling out of the back of the van. It's like Carlos and Breckenmeyer and Tracy. Yep. Breckenmeyer is a cool name. <laughs> well, I thought it was weird. Like, have you heard of anybody else named Brecken ever? No. I just think it sounds like he should own, like, a processed meat factory or something. <laughs> like Oscar Meyer's brother. You know he's cut that promo, dude. Hell yeah. Anybody want to taste Breckenmeyer's wiener? <laughs> That's the first thing I would be cutting. What? When you think of the name Breckenmeyer, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Fucking hot dogs, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about, like, what movie? Rat Race? Rat Race? Yeah. I don't even seen that. I don't movie. even know if he's in it. That's just the first movie <laughs> I thought of. I always think about Clueless. Yeah. That movie and this movie are like the two Breckenmeyer movies that I know about. He does a bunch of shit for Robot Chicken. You know what's fucking crazy is that whenever they were about to make Mallrats, mm -hmm. they were like, we don't know if this Jay Muse dude should play Jay. Let's have auditions. And Breckenmeyer was like the next choice to be Jay. That would have been really weird, dude. And in Freddy vs. Jason, that dude is basically just Jay. Yeah, it's like coming around full circle, kind of, or halfway circled. <laughs> <It's something. decent. laughs> 180. They roll up into this town now, and it's like. I was talking earlier that it seems almost like a straight-up Twin Peaks rip-off job. Yeah. And Johnny knows. He watched Twin Peaks. What do you think? Yeah, it's pretty much a <clears throat> rip-off. <laughs> <laughs> like, they even have a promo where they, like, drive past the sign, go around, like, a curved road. It looks exactly like the opening Twin Peaks. 
They did acknowledge it though, right? Didn't they say something? Yeah, and like they go into the town, and that Maggie chick's like, "You guys need to go find a phone and get the hell out of here." And they're like, "Yeah, okay." And they like go into this little town carnival that's happening for some reason, and all kinds of like weird adults are just in there acting like crazos. <laughs> Too awesome weird adults though. Yeah, the two most awesome ones that pop up are Roseanne and Tom, Tom Arnold. Arnold. And I heard that, like, Roseanne just thought that Nightmare on Elm Street ruled. She was, like, <laughs> at the height of her powers, I guess, at that I'm point. I'm going to do this shit. Yeah. She's like, put me in. And bring in my husband. <laughs> bring old Tom in. Oh, what beautiful, adorable children. Would you like to come and live with us? It's been so long since we've had children in the house. So long. This time, I swear it'll be different. This time, I'll be careful and I'll I'll hide you better so that he'll never find you. Lucky, I got your nose, Lucky. Ethel, I want my children back. You know they bring him. I miss the days of Tom Arnold and Roseanne being married, dude. I just miss the days of Tom Arnold. <laughs> yeah, that's he was a, crushing. He's he's hilarious, dude. He crushes in the stupids. Yeah, absolutely. He doesn't get no respect, dude. Hell no. True Lies. He's like the best part of True Lies, kind of. Him and Paxton. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I don't mind that movie, though, but it's... True Lies? Yeah. I like it, but it's not the best Cameron by far. No. Oh, you forgot to talk about the part where uh, the kids got that map. No, oh, it hasn't happened yet. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like they they essentially go to this crazy town where there's like a weird little carnival going on, and like they straight up call out the fact that it seems like the whole thing's inspired by Twin Peaks. We're like, what are we in Twin Peaks or something over here? We're in Twin Peaks here, definitely. Which was like probably a dated reference by the time the movie even came out. Yeah, that's true. I never thought about that. But they like get in the van and they try to leave. They just like keep driving keep, around in circles. Like Groundhog Day looping everywhere. <sighs> yeah, that's like. No matter, like they go right, then they go left, then they go straight, and they always end up at the same intersection. Yeah, there's like a little statue that they keep driving by. They keep ending up at the same place over and over again. And the chick's like, hey, check out this map. Tell us where we're at on this map. What happened, Johnny? kid pulls this map out and unfolds it and then folds it again <laughs> and then folds again just keeps keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger before you know it stuff filled up the whole back of the van <laughs> <laughs> pulls a little strip out looks at it guess what it says what's it say you're fucked <laughs> <laughs> you're fucked and the chick up front's like hey what's the map say like, the map says we're fucked <laughs> <laughs> Rolled. Yeah, well, the map says we're fucked. You're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> they just crash at the house, don't they? They're just like, fuck it, just get out and walk and just go into that place. Yeah, they, they give up on trying to drive <laughs> out. And they're like, that chick's like, I need to take some rest. And then we'll get up in the morning and <laughs> get out of here. This girl needs a nap. <laughs> Breaking Meyer's like, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, I'm about to... Smoke it up. So they're like the two separate people, the crew of misfit kids and the Maggie and the John Doe dude, they're all they're both exploring the town kinda. And like everywhere they walk you'll see like one, two, Freddy's coming for you, like written yeah, on the sidewalk all or little something. Ditty shit. And it's just like slowly like doing the rhyme over like the background of the movie they hear school bells or something yeah that's when they go they they're like we need to go see who's fucking ringing that bell that's cool they go check out the school there's like a crazy ass teacher in there right on the chalkboard teaching class to empty room
he's like essentially trying to teach the lesson of Freddie, but it doesn't make any sense because he's talking about like the 1400s and stuff. Yeah, he's like 1493, Freddie's out of the seas or something like that. <laughs> yeah. He's like doing that Christopher Columbus shit and right. then just changed it up. 1493, Freddie sailed across the sea. You see, like, in the classroom, they've got a uh, a board of all the dead kids' names, and it, like, starts out as, like, a plaque. And then as time goes on, it just turns into newspaper clippings, and then it turns into just, like, yeah. written notes that people have put on the wall as, like, every single kid in the whole town died over time. And that's why the adults are crazy, I guess. Like, they never thought to move out of the town or anything. They're just stuck in this town going crazy why wouldn't if freddy has like dream demons and shit in him yep once he ran out of kids why didn't he just like well, guess who's next just start killing these adults just own everybody in springwood but then he would have to leave one man standing so he could spread out he doesn't want nothing to do with these adults trav i know he's, <laughs> he's, he's afraid or something he's a he's preying on these innocents. innocent kids he's got to have the innocence not too innocent though they got to be teenagers or so that we see in the moves. <laughs> we don't know what Fred's getting up to in the in the background of these flicks. In real life, he wasn't. He was like preteens. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boy had some questionable tastes. Yeah. <laughs> Desires. The big thing that's revealed, I think it's in the classroom scene, is that they find out that Freddie had a kid. In 1966. Yeah. When the kid was taken away from him. John Doe, despite the fact that he's probably meant to be like 16. Easy now. 16, 17, something like that. He's like, I'm definitely Freddie's kid. Yeah. It only makes sense. That would mean... Hey, never mind. 24 or something. He was, he was good. He was a bit old. It was like 1990 from the 60s. He would have been like in his 30s, wouldn't he? Because uh, he had 66, 90, that's 24. Is that right? <clears throat> yeah, man. Because the four would take you to 70. And the seven no, the four would take you to like, the 80s. He was like six already in 66. He had to be six years old. No, dude. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, man. I missed the part I where he said he was born in '66. No, that's '66 is when they took Freddie's kid away. Oh yes, sir. he would have oh, been, like, okay. been like, yeah, he'd have been six already or something. There's a character in the movie that seems to be the right age, <laughs> but it's not John Doe. Damn. The house that the the other crew went to go chill in, it like turned into the nightmare house yeah. after they shut the door. They don't know it yet. Carlos is like, I'm over there. Someone go sleep on this bed. Take me a nappy poo. There's like gross ass, dusty bed, dude. I would not be wanting to go to sleep in that house. He's sleepy as shit. <laughs> They've been driving all day, dude. You need some rest. Everybody's like, you can't sleep on that bed. It's dusty as fuck. He just takes his earbud out and he's like, waves it at him. <laughs> I can't hear you. You want to sleep? You want to sleep? Y'all. Fuck you. But he starts dreaming about whenever he was a youngin. And his mom, like, pulled a Q-tip promo Clean on him. Clean your ears out. Yeah, apparently his mom must have intentionally put him deaf by sticking a Q-tip in his ear. She was driving at home, dude. It's brutal. So he's afraid to lose his hearing, basically. Understandably so. Freddie's going to take full advantage. <laughs> With the longest Q-tip this side of a longer Q-tip. <laughs> He, like, sticks it all the way through his head and shit. <laughs> and he, like, slowly pulls it back out. No brain damage or nothing. But, he's I like... Didn't, he didn't die right there. No. It doesn't really make any sense. Freddy's just torturing him, I yeah, guess. Yeah, you, I don't think you really die until Freddy wants you dead. He, like... I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's just gotta be whatever Freddy <laughs> wants. He's just torturing him, basically, I guess. But he's like, gives him, Freddie gives him like a demonic hearing aid. Yeah, but that's after he's like, give me my hearing back. He gets one of those jobs. Yeah. Give me my hearing back. 
He gets like a demonic hearing aid on his head. It like sprouts legs and clutches to the side of his head. Oh, but damn. Before that, even, he's like, he's got it away from him. And he's just walking around and Freddy's like making all this noise and he's like tap dancing <laughs> yeah. and doing that bullshit around. He's like making promos behind his back where he can't hear him. <laughs> that reminds me of this, uh, he used to be this, well, he's still around, but we used to have this basketball coach when I was in like fifth or sixth grade or whatever. He's playing midget league, you know, kids basketball or whatever. Right. And we had this. I don't want to say his name, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you don't have to say whose name it is. <laughs> but it's like that dude that talks like Cowardly Lion. Yeah. Call like, oh, you a dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, he can't hear for shit or whatever. <laughs> so, like, <clears throat> um, he was our coach, so when he'd, like, take you out of the game or whatever, he'd be, like, chewing your ass out or something, you know. Yeah, get in there and get, you know, whatever. Like, Fuck you, Oh damn! I said Anyway, we sit there, we'd sit, we'd all sit there and talk shit to him because like, he couldn't hear us and stuff. Right. That rolled. You would be basically cutting a promo that Freddy Krueger right. cuts. Because <laughs> yeah, you could sit right next to him, talk shit to him, and he couldn't hear you. Even with his hearing aid in, yeah. I don't even know if he has one. <laughs> he just couldn't hear all the shit. He was just ignoring your ass. <laughs> he probably heard every fucking word you were saying, dude. <laughs> Oh man! Hey, it gets his gets his hearing device back, and it becomes his demonic hearing aid job. Yeah. And now he can hear too fucking good. Everything's way too loud. What a twist of fate that is! <laughs> he's like hearing a dripping faucet, and he's like, "Oh God, it's too loud!" <laughs> Turn it off, and he just jumps right over there, cranks it down. Dan, what's Krug got in store for him? He's about to pull on them pin drop jobs. Wasn't there, like, commercials in the early 90s that had to do with Something so quiet pin. you could hear a pin drum. That was something, dude. I can't yeah. remember what it was. It might have been, like, a phone company or something like that. I don't know. Mm. Something. He's dropping pins. They're in the boiler room. He's, like, going to drop a... Deuce. <laughs> It'd be awesome if he dropped a deuce and made that guy listen to it. <laughs> Just him straining real loud and stuff. He's dropping needles on this dude, and it's like it, they like play it up to make it seem like it's gonna be the most brutal thing ever or something. But then it's not even that bad, really. The whole thing didn't really make any sense to me. <laughs> Why do you say that? Because it seemed like he's trying to hurt his ears or drop something loud. No. He's, he's just like fucking with him, dude. He's yeah, trying to like drag it out. But then he decides to seal the deal, so he busts out a chalkboard. And he like pulls it out, makes it huge and stuff. Uses pulls it out and makes it huge. It's <laughs> <laughs> my favorite thing to do. So he busts his nails out on his chalkboard and he starts like pulling a big thrust job and stuff. <laughs> He's feeling it. <laughs> Carlos is not feeling it. He is feeling it. He's just feeling it in a bad way. He's feeling it in his, his ears. And his head explodes. Popped one. Freddy's like, nice hearing from you, Carlos. <laughs> nice hearing from you, Carlos. <laughs> then you got old Spencer, Brecken Meyer. He's been over there puffing on the wacky weed trip. Giggle bush. He got way too stoned. Fell asleep on a shitty ass couch in his abandoned house. Looking at a TV. He's like looking at a TV that is broken, but he thinks that something awesome's on there. That weed was laced, dude. <laughs> yeah, I don't straight think laced. Doesn't seem like uh, he's smoking the ridge. He starts seeing Johnny Depp in the tube <laughs> doing one of those drug PSAs. Yep, pulling uh, this, this is, is your, your brain. brain. This is your brain on drugs. Freddie busts him in the face with a frying pan. <laughs> what is it? He kind of is like, what are you on? Looks like a frying pan and some eggs or something like it. <laughs> All right, once again, this is your brain. This is your brain on drugs. Questions? Yeah! What are you on? 
Looks like a frying pan and some eggs to me. <laughs> hey, Spence. Let's trip out. It's weird to have Johnny Depp back after he'd been in part one. Yeah. He was just being Johnny Depp in this one. He'd like become a big celebrity by this point. Even though, I mean, he was probably just like being on 21 Jump Street and shit. He yeah. wasn't even really as big as he got. Rachel Talley just like, that dude's adorable. <laughs> yeah. Get him back. She thought he crashed. <clears throat> I don't know if this happened yet. I don't mean to interrupt, but there's this. <laughs> You're not interrupting. Primo. You're talking about it. When they, whenever they discovered that Freddie had a kid or whatever. Right. It said. K. Kruger. Yeah. The dude said, that could be anything from Kevin to Kyle. <laughs> yeah. I have that exact note. Kevin to Kyle, dude. <laughs> There's so many K's. Kevin to Kyle would be a fucking badass, like, <laughs> villain name from, like, an old Schwarzenegger movie. <laughs> to Kyle. T-A. Kyle. Kevin to Kyle. <laughs> there ain't that many other K names, though. Kenny. Let's go through them all. Kenny, right Kenny, now. Kyle. Same thing. Uh, Cassandra. <laughs> They're wanting you to be thinking about boys' names at this point. <laughs> be a dude named Cassandra. <laughs> you don't know. Uh, Keith. Keith. <laughs> Keith Stone. <laughs> yeah, Keith Stone. <laughs> name. Uh, Kane. Keenan. Keenan? Kale. I think we're done. Sorry. Anyway, <laughs> so then some Iron Butterfly. Yeah. Bust in some Inagata Navita while you boy Spencer gets sucked into the tube. Pretty getting get all kinds of psychedelic on this shit. Yeah, he's like, then they say like, Let's trip out or something. Yeah. But he gets pulled into the tube, and now he's in like a video game. And Freddy's playing, playing him. Freddy's playing the bad guy, I yeah. guess. And the kid's like, the big boss is supposed to be his, his dad. dad. With a tennis him. racket. Yeah, beating him with a tennis racket. But he like gets an apple, and it makes him into Super Spencer. <laughs> Getting corny, dude. <laughs> this is like the height of the corn in here, I think, dude. This is the tallest corn. <laughs> Freddy's like thinking ruled because the graphics are awesome and stuff. It literally Great graphics. Just looks like a cartoon, basically. Yeah, but still. Great graphics. It's like Breck and Myers is like like super hamming it up playing video game oh, characters. Oh, yeah. He's like hopping around and stuff. Oh, yeah. High stepping and shit. And he's like, he's like, come back, come back, come back, come back, Freddy's got like an Atari 2600 controller. <laughs> but they're looking, the other remaining people are looking for Carlos, right? But then they can't find him. So they're like, fuck it, let's go find Spencer. And then they can't find Spencer. He was on the couch and now he's gone. But somehow they, do they see him on the TV or something? I think so. And he's like, he gets like pulled back out. Oh, Chick's yeah. like, lay me out. Oh, they're dreaming. Lay me out, Clint. Yeah. Well, that chick yeah. meditates some shit. <laughs> that they, does happen. They go in there and get him. Because <laughs> that, that's when they take his controller away. Yeah, because that's when he pulls the power glove yeah. promo. Somehow, I guess that's when she like gets laid out. And they get into Spencer's dream. Oh, it's... uh. It's the John Doe dude. He's like, come on, lay me out. Yeah. Exactly. She's like, I know, I know a better way to do this. And he's like, come on, do it. And she like knocks the shit out of him. And then he does like, dude, you stupid bitch. He like gets mad. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he like, this is a cool effect because he like falls backwards through the table, but he doesn't come out the bottom of it. The part's cool looking. But then he's in the dream and all of a sudden the chick shows up and she's like, I told you that I knew how to do this. <laughs> It's called meditation and concentration. <laughs> <laughs> they like run up and they 
kick the controller out of Freddy's hand, but he's like, oh yeah, suck on this, and he's got a <laughs> straight up. You forgot fr- about the power glove. Freddy Krueger power glove. Now I'm playing with power. He like makes Spencer walk up the steps and then fall back down him or something into he's a big like, hole. He's like boinging up and down the house, dude. <laughs> yeah. He's like his head's hitting the ceiling and shit. Boing, 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 boing. He's like boing. He <laughs> falls through the steps, huh? like a big hole or something. Yeah, there's like a big hole at the bottom and he dies and that's when Freddy's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. It's like the funniest part of the whole move. I don't know. It's a fucking funny-ass promo. <laughs> there are so many things you can't like express on a podcast, like the frozen faces that'll just be there every once in a while. Like yeah. Everybody is cutting a hilarious face. That's the thing about this one. It's not like a masterpiece or anything, but you can get a ton of enjoyment Fuck, out of yeah. it just because of how crazy it is. She hits Freddy with a big nut shot here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got... And there he gets kicked says, in the job. That's what my note says. <laughs> my note says Tracy kicked Freddy in the job. John says nut shot. <laughs> nut shot. Cuts John and he's skydiving. Yeah, how'd that happen? <laughs> he got into the he got into the airplane again or something or the house. He again. was in the house that was like, falling fell, again. Fell out of it again or some shit sideways probably. And he's got like a <laughs> he's got a prayer parachute. <laughs> Freddy's like, Oh, did you think that I'm your daddy? You're right. <laughs> cuts his parachute and stuff. He's like pushing those spikes out. Yeah, he makes him fall because he cuts his parachute and then it cuts the down on the ground. He's like straight up pulling a wily coyote. Yeah, it's like straight out of Looney Tunes. <laughs> and the kid like falls directly on he his He said spikes. something about having a daughter in here too. To him, yeah, he says, uh, you thought I was your daddy, but you're right. I got a daughter. Daughter. Do you think that this mystery's becoming clearer? Who could his who could his kid be? I just don't know who it could be. <laughs> well, let me tell you. It's that one bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Update. That mystery a, solved. <laughs> didn't have rubber stack on here. That would be fucking amazing. We'd have to get a fucking couple shovels, though. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. He is a dead as hell. We should do a movie where me and you, like, weekend at Bernie's Robert Stack and go <laughs> solve mysteries. That would be amazing. But the main chick, Maggie, she was Freddy's daughter all along. It's a big twist. <laughs> Surprise. It wasn't Kyle or Kevin. Do it again. It was, All the K names. It was Cassandra. Is that her name? What was her name? Catherine or something? Catherine with the K, but on subtitles. It was with a C. Yeah, the subtitles C. screwed it up. It fucked up the whole movie. And there's a deaf guy in this movie, and he was not well represented. <laughs> if he was going to be watching this movie, he wouldn't even understand. <laughs> so then Freddy gets into... Maggie somehow right or something gets into his daughter yeah <laughs> he like he says this is what we were talking about Trav about how all these flicks get to a certain point where it's like we need to explain this mythology yeah and they make everything super complicated he says that he needed a blood relative to be able to make him leave Springwood I don't know why that's what he said and now that he's got his daughter he can leave Springwood and go kill people all he's, over the he's world. Going nationwide. Yep. Because every town has an Elm Street trap. Boom. So they get back to the Crazy Kids Lodge, whatever you want to call that joint. And nobody remembers any of the kids that died. They're like, who's this Carlos? I don't know what you're talking about. Who's Spencer? That dude's Hank. Isn't she giving like. <laughs> Some type of bullshit is like, yeah, they just they ran off. We didn't know where they went. <laughs> I don't know. I just think that like Koto says that he's like <laughs> making them disappear, like erasing them. But now that Maggie has figured out that she 
is supposedly Freddy's kid. She's going to go to her childhood home. She's like, hey, Mom, what's going on up in here? Oh, God, I'm adopted. <laughs> Turns out this is some shit. And her mom's like, oh, man. <laughs> you weren't supposed to see that. On top of that drawer, though. It's not too good. <laughs> Don't look in there. <laughs> Don't pop that drawer. <laughs> You're the granddaughter of a hundred maniacs. Alright, that's where my notes get sparse. So then Tracy has a dream. Right. She's in the kitchen with her dad, who's a big douchebag. Yeah. A big fat guy in a white beard. <laughs> and suspenders. What and he comes over trying to get some money. <laughs> Give daddy some money. She says, fuck you, dad. Starts beating him up or something, <laughs> kicking on him. His face gets all wacky. <laughs> beats him up with a uh, like a coffee promo yeah. or something. She unplugs it first though, so she's like super conscious. She's like safety aware. Yeah, so, yeah. So she, she's not looking to get shocked. She's looking to beat the hell out of this guy. So then his face is all jacked up, and then she uh, turns around or cuts or something, and he turns into Freddy. Yep. She's trying to beat him up, and he says, Come for this bitch! <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, this bitch! That's all I got my notes anyway. Then somehow around at that same point, Koto is in there having a dream too. And he grabs Freddy by his sweatshirt and rips it. He's got it set to wake up just exactly whenever he grabs <laughs> yeah. that sweater. It's perfect timing. He wakes up. He ripped that piece of sweater off pretty easy, though. He didn't really rip it, though. He just had a hold of it, and then he woke up. He so, ripped it, dude. He was so, like... Oh, I am. It's like a little perfect little part of his sweater. Probably came apart a little different. It's probably just because it's real old. It's ratty, it's dude. It's shitty dry rod. Yeah, it's dry rod. It's done been burnt up and everything. <laughs> He's like, all right, I got this figured out. We got to bring this mofo back into the reality now. And Lisa Zane's like, put me in, Doc. <laughs> Ready to throw down. He's like, all right, this is how we're going to do this. Put on these 3D specs. Because in the dream world, they, they can, can be, be whatever you want them to be. Which is going to be... He could have gave her anything. And, probably and then in the dream, what are they? They're not... They're fucking <laughs> x-ray specs that she doesn't have to wear. She just sees everything in the third dimension. But this is the time to talk about how this part of the movie was in 3D. And whenever I was a kid and I got that box set, it came with like two sets of 3D glasses. And the movie, you could either pick to play it in regular version or with the 3D scene. And that was like the main thing I was hyped about, dude. I was like, oh my God, this is going to crush. I'm going to get this DVD home. I like... Got a chair, like <laughs> set it right in the middle of my bedroom and stuff. So I was like, "All right, let's do this." <laughs> Put on these three D glasses, start washing it, and it hacked. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't work where the fuck, dude. It kind of works a little $80 bit. Dollars later. Yeah, and then she, <laughs> those three D glasses, like the old like red and blue job. Yeah, that shit never worked for me. No. They did the same thing with Friday the 13th Part 3. Yeah, but they had those sweet-ass Jason 3D glasses. Yeah, those are cool. I've still got the Nightmare glasses, too. They're also pretty cool. But the the actual 3D effect doesn't work very well. not at all. While she's, like, in 3D world, we see the dream demons that were set up earlier. They're, like, floating around cutting promos and stuff. (laughs) 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 Like, see Freddy when he was a little kid. All the other kids were, like, giving him shit. He's, like, Rubber Mountain uh, hamster or something. Yeah, like, class pet. Yeah. He's, like, kills it. He's, like, a fucking just giant mallet hanging out at school. It's rough, dude. And then it flash forward to whenever Freddy was, like, a 30-year-old teenager. (laughs) <laughs> He's he like cutting way, himself. He looks way more buff than he ever has in his <laughs> life. Alice Cooper's his dad and stuff. He's like, 
You ready for it, boy? <laughs> ready? You ready for it, boy? Freddy's like, come on, give me some. Thank you, sir. Might have another. He's like whipping him and stuff. Alice Cooper's like, this seems to have no effect at all. <laughs> He's leveled up. Remember the time we were hanging out at Pat's house and watching that awesome music video? Yeah. Alice Cooper and had that buff-ass guitar player. Oh, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> what song was it? It's called Freedom, I think. Just Rules. check it out on YouTube if you're listening to this. <coughs> Hilarious. Yes, the guitar player is amazing. He's like, he looks like a fucking wrestler or something. Huge. He's dude. giant. <laughs> no shirt on. Leather pants. Shredding, dude. Big, fat, juicy hog. <laughs> I, like, I mean, uh... Axe or something. Megan. <laughs> Big, fat, juicy hog. <laughs> I want to meet that dude now and get him to sign something and he's like, Big, fat, juicy hog. <laughs> Dead. <laughs> that's what I, I, I don't care. Alice Cooper's not dead. No, I'm talking about the buff ass guitar player. He's yeah, probably doing they, steroids and stuff. Probably struck that doing steroids and blow. Mm-hmm. No way. I guarantee he's dead, dude. Look at that. Nobody that buff ever dying. Dying. Guarantee he's dead. <laughs> type in fucking. Buff guitar player's name Kane Roberts. Yeah. He is alive and well. And he is alive. Maybe changed his lifestyle after he left the coop. Yeah, he got off the roids. <laughs> flew the coop. But then on the last flashback, we see what they've been building up to the whole move. Like little flashes of the dreams that the chick and the John Doe chick are ha- dude are having. Of the backyard, which turns out to be Freddy's suburban backyard where he has a, a wife. wife and a daughter. Which is... I think the biggest sticking point that like diehard Nightmare fans yeah. have with this movie, which it doesn't make any sense for Freddy to have been like a normal part of society. He was always like a crazy bum that lived in the boiler room or whatever. This movie makes it seem like he had a regular life with a regular family and stuff. So that's like... He was still up to no good in that basement, though. Yeah, he, he had, like, a torture chamber down there with a bunch of different weird gloves that he was working on. And he, his wife finds that joint. He's <laughs> you like, don't know exactly what she's found down there, but she's like, oh, my God. It ain't good. No. And he's oh like... Oh, my God, Freddy. What the hell is this? <laughs> Come on, Fred. You're sucking. Frederick, what the fuck? And he's like, whoop. I'm going to have to kill you now. I'm about to beat your head against this post. And he's like strangling her and beating her up against the post. And the daughter's like, oh, hurt. <laughs> caught, a, <laughs> caught, a, caught a view of it. She watched it full on, dude. Yeah. And he's like, whoops. Uh, don't tell nobody. <laughs> Oopsie daisies. <laughs> She's like, I won't tell. But you did tell, didn't you? She's like, oh, damn. Don't worry, baby. Mommy just had to take her medicine for snooping in Daddy's special work. <laughs> but you won't tell, will you? I won't tell. But you did tell, didn't ya? <laughs> I did. She's like, oh, yeah, well, how about this? Grabs on to him, brings him out of the dream. Laying on the couch, is like, hugging nothing. <laughs> and uh, Tracy is like, tries to punch him. There's like nothing there and stuff right when she wakes up. She's like, maybe coming out killed him. Koto's like, yeah, right. That shit doesn't happen. You don't know fucking shit of what you're talking about. <laughs> Listen, bitch, I'm an expert on dreams. You see that picture? Dream demons. <laughs> I got the expert knowledge. And then it's super lucky at this point that this joint has been amassing an arsenal in the basement. Fuck yeah, it's nothing but no good hooligans coming in that joint. Now I've got nuts and knives. And We're not only talking pipe bombs. This we like got knives, dynamite, spiky bats, spiky bats, ninja stars. 
crossbow. Yeah, definitely a crossbow. They're like, I'm about to bust this out on Freddy. And also, luckily, Lisa Zane is an absolute expert knife thrower. Fuck yeah, she is crushing it. She, like, pins Freddy up against the wall. She hits that sweet spot in his crotch, too. Looks like she's going for the dick. She, she, got, is, like, she got a little right bit to, to the, the right. side yeah. in the thigh. You know that hurt. In the red zone. <laughs> <laughs> Freddy's like, come on, uh, stop killing me why don't you we can <laughs> we can be evil together he's like she, come on now she's like fuck that hanked <laughs> that idea hanked she, she got his, his glove yeah he, he's like let your daddy show you how to use it she's like ugh yeah. that's no, a weird you. thing to say he's like it's a fucking glove I mean <laughs> I know how to use it. I'm going to stab you in the guts. She goes, she got her hand upside down. She's going to clank. Yep, right in the guts. And then Koto and she Tracy. She stabbed him right in the dick, dude. They're but like. I can understand a daughter not going for her father's dick. She, she was getting close with them throwing knives. Yeah, I know, but it could have just been poor aim. That's true. Or desperation. It's like, I'm going to hit you in the head. And it's like, fucking right in the knees. <laughs> she doesn't know how to throw a knife. She's just getting lucky as She's hell. just hitting him every time, but it's not what she's aiming for. But Koto and Tracy, they're like outside of the cage. And there's a cage for some reason. They got to lock that shit up so the kids can't get it. Yeah. They're like, here, take this lit stick of dynamite or whatever <laughs> it is. Here you go. Oh, how convenient. She's like, here you go, Fred. Suck this one. Kind. <laughs> Stabs him one. He's like, kids. Or <laughs> he blows up and his head keeps coming out of his own head. <laughs> Until it turns into dream demons and they're like, let's go somewhere else now. And then Lisa Zane's like, Fred's I, dead, dude. I did it, dog. Freddy's dead. Freddy's dead. Now, that was supposed to be the final Nightmare movie draft. It didn't happen. All that buildup. Imagine that you were older in 1990 and you'd been a fan of the Nightmare movies as they were coming out all this time. And it was like, this is the big one. Freddy's dead. It's going down. You went to watch the move. What would you be thinking? I'd be thinking ruined. You would you be satisfied? I wouldn't want him to die. Because like, that's I, the problem yeah. with the move. I think is that it's supposed to be so final, but it's not a good ending for Freddy. I don't think. No. Like, here's a pipe bomb in your head. You're <laughs> dead now. I think the best way for it to end was the way they did it. They just like oh, we're just not gonna make any more of them. Like after just left it fucking hanging. Like, like just in general. Oh yeah, New Nightmare was the way better ending. I'm not was... counting that remake shit, dude. Nah, that was rough. That's one that we ain't gonna be we might, doing on the pod to We defend. might do it just to talk shit. Yeah, that would be one that we're just trying to completely trash because yeah. that one was rough as hell, dude. That ain't no good at all. But uh, then it cuts to the end credits which is one of the cooler part of the movies because it's just a big compilation of Of awesome Freddy scenes. From the entire series. It's got the school bus on the spikes from part two. Yeah, I love that part. It would have been awesome to see that in the theater, I'm sure. That's a big compilation job. Oh, yeah. Then that's all she wrote. Last frame, you see Freddy standing there was like, R.I.P. Yeah. They were like legit trying to make it be the last one. They were done. They were through fucking with it, I think. Bob J's like, I'm in this movie now. I don't give a fuck. We could talk about, for just a split second, Rachel Talley, the director. Yeah. She has an interesting story because she was on the very first Nightmare on Elm Street as like, just like a volunteer yeah. helping out She's or whatever. She just stayed with every single movie all the way through until they were like. The fourth one, she was like, you can just make this movie if you want to. Or the fifth one, I mean. The sixth one. Sixth one, damn. And they're like, yeah, just go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Like, fuck it, who cares? You've been, like, loyal as hell. You got it. And I think that letting her... I think she was, like, a first-time director at that point, maybe. I don't know. 
the only other movie I know she made is Tank Girl. I think Tank Girl rules. Which is pretty good. But, like, she might... You think it's that, Johnny? No, dude. I just don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) But, yeah, I just wanted to bring up the fact that that's pretty interesting, that she literally started from the bottom, worked her way up. All the way up. So, yeah, that's pretty much it, Trav. Johnny. Yes, sir. What do y'all think about this one? Final thoughts. You know what I'm thinking. It's a... I mean, I can straight up put, just sit down and watch the whole box set. Like, I like all of them. Some of them are definitely better than other ones. This one's just so goofy and it's got it's that. not scary at all. No, no, there's nothing scary about it. But it's got that super early 90s vibe that I always yeah. love. The soundtrack alone just puts you right like a fucking time machine. Yeah, fucking goo goo dolls, dude. <laughs> goo goo dolls. That's my band name, dude. Goo goo dolls. <laughs> So what do you think, Johnny? Final thoughts? Got any? You want to throw it on a rating scale? Yeah, what do you got? Let's scale five. Yeah, sure. Oh, I'd say it's like two and a half. Maybe. The two and a half, like smack dab in the middle. Yeah, I know a- that me and Trav are way more open to these cheesy movies that aren't necessarily the best. We get a lot of enjoyment out of them, but sometimes you're not putting up with that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I think it would have been cooler at the time though. like if you watched this movie in 90 it probably would have been a lot cooler than it was right tonight. but I mean even in the 80s the other nightmare movies were better than this one so it's <laughs> like you went downhill the ba- the main thing to get out of this one is just like a good time and kind of like laugh at how ridiculous it is they're definitely not taking it seriously at this point I don't think hell no not with all the scenes they've put in there of Freddy being a cartoon character. Like, there's literally a cartoon in the movie when this kid goes into a video game, so they're not taking it seriously. But you think, of your all-time, number five's the best movie ever made, and number one is the worst movie ever made. You think it's a smack dab in the middle. <sighs> no, he's like, that is a 1.6. <laughs> he's reconsidering. More like a two. More like a two. Do you remember any of the other ones? Would you rate any of them higher? <laughs> Put him on the spot. So we're here today. It's been so long since I've seen them, man. I don't know. I did watch. I did watch part two not too long ago, though. Rolled. It's cheesy as fuck, but I think it gets ass. You, you think, think two is better, better than, than this one? one, guys? No matter where this movie rates on your map, just remember you're fucked. It's only a movie.